Start it up then. Try whistling into it sometimes. <laughs> just try, just give it a little. <laughs> good welcome. Good, good welcome. I'm disturbed. Yeah. Good welcome. Good welcome. Welcome to the Bo Chewy Podcast Show. I am one of your hosts, Chuck. And to my right is Huey. And sitting to his immediate right is. I'm still disturbed. Still disturbed? I'm, I'm Bob, though. All right. Hey, Bob, what's up? Had <laughs> <laughs> to blow in there. Um, what's up, bro? Nothing. We're gonna talk about stuff today. Hey, today's topic. Um, I came what up with it. it. I didn't did. really come up with it. It just like our last bonus episode. <laughs> we were getting ready to leave, and you're like, "What do you want to do next time?" We no, like, no, no. We all stood there for a minute. You go, "How about this?" We're like, "Okay." Our uh, last. <laughs> we were talking about it in our That's last nice. bonus episode. We talked about Rocky Balboa. Yeah, it's a good. About, movie. And then like it was an underrated movie. Love it. And then that hit me. Let's do one about underrated movies. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. most of our podcast topics, not to cut you off, are about movies. We do a lot about movies. Yeah, that's cool, though. Because that's what we know about. Yeah, we, we know, know a lot of Yeah. So shut the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. God. All God. those people complaining. Why are you judging? I, I don't know if anybody has complained about Never. the movie episodes. No. So we're going to talk about underrated movies. Now, Huey, how would you think of a movie being underrated. What makes a movie this underrated in your eyes? This isn't a definitive list by no means. It's just a, this, not at all. Not, maybe not yours. Mine's definitive. <laughs> <laughs> I scorched the fucking internet looking for the most underrated movies. Did you? No. But I did a, I did do some searches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that whistle. Just whistle. I, I, would, think, I would think it involves uh, one of two things. Okay. Number one. Okay. Is people loved it, or or we loved it, or it's a loved movie and critics hated it, or okay. it's a critically acclaimed movie that just got missed by people, and or it, it people don't like it, um, or but people didn't like it originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or some people like it and some people don't. Divisive. I also have some examples, probably of uh, maybe unfair critical. Uh, Critical bias, eye. yeah. Critical, bias, yeah. I would say so. Yep. Unfair. Uh, the one thing I would say with you, with the first thing you said was critics didn't like it, but people did. Usually, movies like that are successful, True. and they make a lot of money. True. Like the Transformers movies, those are not yep. critically not uh, recognized, not but they made a shit ton of money. People like them. People right. like them. People like them, and China likes them a lot. You know why? So, you know why China likes them, right? Because uh, shit explodes, and you're like, oh. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Um, I think it's just like they can just see our national debt growing. Yeah, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. They just, <laughs> just they're sitting there saying political. Well, the thing is, no, they're they're just like we have those robots. This it's on. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and we like, stupid we, Americans just don't wait. know we have just those wings. I don't. We own half your country. Yeah, and we yeah, but uh, yeah, I think sometimes that th- it's not so much. Um, so it's not so much a critical response or an audience response. Yeah, maybe it's uh, y- you know it's. Where was it going? I'll just keep driving down the road. Or how about this? I, I, I think I made my point already, and I'm just going to keep rambling. That's how about fun. this? Sometimes a movie is really, really good. It just doesn't get in the public eye. All right. Yeah, that, that's true. It gets overshadowed by yeah, something. absolutely. Which could make it underrated. Or sometimes, like we are talking about, gets rediscovered, makes it a cult hit at some point. Or it's something that you grew up watching. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, say you watched recently. And it, it, it could be any time, but, like, you really liked it. 
Nobody else did. It's underrated. You know in you, my in my opinion, that's underrated. You you actually make a good point because there's a number of movies, Milo notice, that you grow up watching. Garbage no. and you have a certain affinity for, I guess, because you grew up watching them. Yeah. Milo notice. Exorcist. I mean <laughs> Exorcist is good no. anytime. Was <laughs> I grew up watching it, man, since I was three. <laughs> Loved it. Huey, why don't you start? What, what why don't you start the list? By okay. telling us, by telling us about something you believe or have proof that it is for sure a hundred percent overrated, underrated is See, the name of this. This show. one, this underrated. one, this movie kind of shocked me. All right, I'm wearing the Shocker. tribute. I love that movie. I'm wearing, Khan? <laughs> I'm wearing the tribute to this right now. Okay. Oh, gotcha. So this one shocked me in a way. Was in I in the I army thought, now? How'd you, how'd you guess the? I, I, I would have guessed that the critics hated this movie, uh-huh. and I also would have guessed that audience score would have been super high okay. on this movie. So the critic score of this movie would have been a 46%, which is which is low. Okay, It's low. Um, audience critic score is 46? Yep, 46. Audience score was only a 65, right? And I'm talking about Red Dawn, 84. Okay. Red Dawn. Yeah, so... I personally think this movie does not get the credit it deserves. You have a star-studded cast: uh, Patrick Swayze, um, Charlie Sheen, C. Thomas Howell, Leah Thompson, Jennifer Grey. Jennifer Grey. Yeah, a bunch of people are in it. Uh, Powers Booth, love him. Powers Booth is in it. Lost episode of Bo Chewy um, talked about Powers Booth. The dude that directed this um, was the screenwriter for Apocalypse Now. Uh, okay. Jeremiah Johnson with Robert Redford. Um, he co-created Rome on HBO. That's a very expensive he, he television had, He had show. his hands in the A-team. So he's been around. John, I don't know how to say his name. John Millis? Millis? John Millis? Anyway. I'm not gonna do, he's probably dead. I'm not going to correct you. So here's the thing, is that when you look at the critical, uh, I guess, the reviews of this movie, mm-hmm. I, I think this, this is an example where this movie gets an unfair rap because it's become politicized. So let me quote a, a very specific uh, critical response to this. Okay. Um, often feels like a Republican wet dream. In 1984? Yeah. So it, it says it's, it's, uh, it's reflective of Republican and right-wing agenda. And I think, I think what you're seeing here is you had a lot of liberal like uh, movie reviewers using this as a uh, platform – of because these are like backwoods. If you remember the story of Red Dawn, yeah. these are like backwoods, like White mountain kids, kids and, and they get invaded by Russia. Russia, and but they're it's a proxy war from Russia through uh, through the South Americans. They they, they they end up invading, right? Right. And um, you know, a bunch of horrible stuff happens, and, and a bunch of like very tough moments happen with with like kids making sacrifices and like sac- they're like executing each other and a bunch of other stuff. So the movie got like a, it's a rough movie. It is a rough movie, but I think it's not as fun as I thought it was. Did you be. ever watch the remake with Thor? I did, and it was not good. I didn't. It's I, not I good. watched it. I've never. I don't want to say I've never seen the original Red Dawn, but I can't remember it. It's not like that. I think I, I think this movie suffers from people using it to to um, purport a specific political agenda. But if you just take the movie at what it is, look, this movie came out in '84. It was the height of the freaking Cold War. Okay, and this movie is about the um, 
it does check out. And this movie is about <laughs> a bunch of kids that are in rural America. Rural. That that are going to carry guns. You know, that's Goons. how it was then. And and just take it as a great action flick. It doesn't have Show. to be a political movie. It is a good action movie. It's an action flick, I, man. I've only seen Red Dawn once. I kind of it was like one of those things where I, I think I was doing laundry at my parents' house. Like I <laughs> my washing machine was broken. And I went over there to do laundry, and they had like HBO or something, and Red Dawn was just getting ready to start. That's when I turned it on for like the first time. And yeah, I, I don't remember there being much. Maybe I'm wrong, or maybe I'm just bad at looking at political landscapes. But I don't remember there being much of a political agenda other than Russia invaded. America. There was. Well, it came there, out in the there 80s. Was. Cold War. Yeah. There, there was some agenda. In there was it, some in it. Because it, it talked about the confiscation of guns and, and the idea of liberation and the idea of invasion and things like that. Man, and how, I didn't even you get know, it. And then nuclear destruction and survival and, and sacrifices you have to make to survive. And it, it's very it, – it, it does – I wouldn't say – That wouldn't, wouldn't say, be a Republican agenda, though, would it? No, 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 no. I, what what I read online – so if you, if you were to look this up right now on, like, Rotten Tomatoes or Wikipedia mm-hmm. – it is heavy criti- is heavily criticized because people used it as a way to su- say, "Hey, this is just a gun-toting uh, movie, right?" It's sure. it's just supporting the idea that you, everybody should have guns and be survivalists. Eighties, eighties shit. It's just garbage. That's just all garbage. It's just a good action movie. That's all it is. That's cool. And it, and I think it gets a bad rap, and and it deserves a lot more than that. I think the acting is fine. so. So in conclusion, you think it's underrated. I do. Okay. I I would agree with him that is. I think it's under. I think it's an underrated movie. I think it's kind of lost to time. I think it is. There you go. Yep. Bob, do you have an underrated movie you'd like to talk about? I do. I do. It's it's got a critic score seventy eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is That's not really good. underrated to me. That's pretty good. Um, is that fresh? Yeah, it's close. Yeah, well, it's fresh. Seventy five percent is fresh. Okay. Yeah. Seventy five percent or higher, I think, is fresh. Um, so it's certified fresh, but the audience score is only sixty four percent. It's not bad either, I don't think. But uh, I love this movie. I'm going to play the first song off the soundtrack, and it's going to give it away. Give it all away. Okay. Fuck yeah, man. (laughs) This movie is underrated as shit. You know? I would agree. It's called uh, Pop Star Never Stop, Never Stopping. This This movie. I love this movie. Is the sole reason why I laughed so hard I went deaf. True story. <laughs> yeah, I went deaf. That was funny, man. You watched uh, it. You were deaf. 2016 American mockumentary comedy. They don't do many mockumentaries that much anymore. That are good. Uh, that I, are good. Pop star and what we do. What you. What we do in the shadows. That was satirical for yeah. Yeah. For that like was, a, a mockumentary. was that like a kind of like a real world satirical thing? Yeah. Vampires. It's a mockumentary. Basically. It's yeah. it's any Christopher yeah. Guest movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, this guy. Good. I mean, got it, the Lonely Island. You know. They're the ones that did yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. They're the, they're the ones that uh, <clears throat> came out with the soundtrack. Um, Which is awesome. $20 million budget, box office under $10 million. No shit? Really? Yeah, I know. That it didn't. I, I, I wanted to go see it when it came I out in the too. movies, but I, it never came around. It it looked fucking hilarious when I, I know. first saw the trailer for it, and I cannot believe it only made $10 million. I know. I loved it. It had to make more on home video. Doesn't you know what I mean? Doesn't it suck that every time they get together and they make a movie like Hot Rod or, or Pop Star, which so, I'd, I'd can, say if Hot Rod's not on your fucking list, it is. your list, I didn't mean to steal it, it just is. now, but I, he brought up Pop Star, well, both those could, movies. You could throw Hot Rod out let's, there. Let's throw it out. Let me give you some Hot Rod numbers then. It's Hot Rod. Because Hot Rod was highly underrated. Yeah, dude. Hot Rod was on my underrated. list. You know why it's underrated? Because some would say it's so stupid it's funny. But I don't know, man. That's the comedy I, is like The Lonely Island I, and Andy Samberg. That's I, the I don't kind know. Of I would argue that comedy. a little bit. It's actually very intelligent funny. 
but it comes off as stupid. On the surface, it does. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but, but it is. It's not like duh duh stupid. Cool. It's, it's like genuine Jeez. stupid. Yeah. Like it's like the 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 uh, they come off so genuine in the movie. You know what I mean? Like well, how they're kind of just like Hot Rod's just kind of like a sweet boy. <laughs> Sweet boy is what we call him at my house. <laughs> so Hot Rod, uh, so I had that on my list. Not to not to take the take the scene here, but that that's a forty percent critical score and a sixty four percent. Yeah, I say score. fuck the critics on that one. Yeah, they, I agree. One asshole. Hot Rod's so serendipitous. Hot Rod's fucking. Awesome. He was tripping balls. <laughs> he had these things stuck in his eye. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like the scene when uh, he's introducing everybody. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I I'm so and so. I like to party. I'm so and so too, and I like to party too. <laughs> you can't party. Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool that beans. cool beans scene is cool, good. Cool, cool, cool beans. Gods of war. <laughs> May your hammers be mighty. <laughs> you, you know the the the. Let's let's rewind a bit back to uh, pop star. The funniest the funniest thing in the entire movie is when freaking what's his Tim name? Meadows. Tim Meadows. He's talking to about you. how yeah, he, he was he was it. the former <laughs> band my favorite Tony, part. Tony Tony Tony. Tony, <laughs> you know what my favorite part <laughs> we of had the, uh, Pop Star? They kicked him out because he wanted the yeah, school. He, he wanted the the one the question mark. <laughs> my favorite part, my favorite part of Pop Star, besides all, it, it's hilarious all oh. the way through. It's a good movie. It is. Um, I like Justin Timberlake. Oh, Justin Timberlake is awesome. Oblis? He's the chef. Julian, yeah, he is good. Julian, he's yeah. the fucking fish at the end. It's so Julian. good. You know, it's a good movie. <laughs> it's it got good critical ratings, obviously, but. Uh, it's why, not why, talked about why, much. Why don't people like that movie? I don't know. I just think those guys, their their digital shorts on SNL killed. I know. The Lonely Island is funny. They like, are. It, 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 not everybody likes them, though. I, it is definitely their brand of humor, that whole movie is. It is. Like, it is it their brand of humor. Is. But if you dig The Lonely Island, you probably have already seen Popstar. But if you don't know who The Lonely, Lonely, Lonely Island is, and you like Andy Samberg, who's funny... That's probably Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, between yeah. Hot Rod and and that, it's like that dude. Uh, the Long Island, just those guys themselves. They've done separate things. Like the one guy, um, I forget his name, but he did. He directed uh, MacGruber. That's yes. funny too. Yep. I yeah. thought MacGruber was great. They've directed a bunch of movies like that that you wouldn't think. They'd be whoa, they did that. But I, I'm not gonna cool. look yeah. it up because yeah. look it up if you want to, guys. You know, <laughs> yeah, do some legwork on your own. <laughs> <laughs> do your own homework. <laughs> I mean, jeez. <laughs> We we looked up some stuff. What do you think we are? Right, a fucking you know? jukebox? You Jeez. can't just. This is a digital age where you got your phone in front of your fucking face. Where you can just show. Jerks. I like. That you can tell your phone to fucking look it up for you. I like that we've gone in hard on our fans. No, I'm not going so in hard. <laughs> no, I like it. I'm not going in hard on the fans. Step but it up. Someday guys. we'll explain that. So I got a movie. What's I, that movie you got? Chuck? It came over. It came out in 1999 in uh, May of 1999. Don't say Fight Club. Oh. <sighs> I can't, I, I can't say Fight Club. No. I don't remember when Fight Club came out. Fight Club's not underrated. Fight no, Club's awesome. Fight Club's rated. Um, yeah, I think it's rated good. Right? Anyway, yeah. this uh, it came out uh, after like uh, The Matrix and some stuff like that, but it was clearly in production way before that. Um, it's called The 13th Floor. Oh, yeah. I know The 13th it, Floor. It's a science fiction movie. Okay. Um, okay. It's a science fiction movie with my guy Craig Bierko. Never seen it. Uh, and uh, Gretchen Mull and uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. So um, good. It was based off a book, right? A German book. I don't know what it's called. It, I know it and everything. Sim Lacrom 3. He's good, anyway, dude. the whole thing with this movie was it was 
you know, it was, it kind of fell under the radar. I remember working at the video store when it came out. It had a few copies of it there, and uh, usually when there's only a few copies of the video store, it's not. Was it the a picture best. of a guy on the floor? No, no. It has to do with a, a virtual, yeah. almost like a virtual simulation, and the people inside the virtual simulation are all realistic, but they don't know they're in a simulation. And this Craig Bierko keeps going into it, and he sees like the daughter of the creator in there, and he's trying to get yes. more answers. It's kind of like almost like a almost like a noir, like a detective noir story, but it's a sci-fi movie at the same time. Um, it uh, has a twenty nine percent on Rotten goodness. Tomatoes, Ooh. and so like wow. this movie came to my came to my head though when I was thinking about underrated movies, and then I so I'm like okay wait is this movie good because I've only seen it like maybe one and a half times I was like maybe I'm just fucking stupid and it's good like Dreamcatcher was good which is not good, and no the uh, audience score is is a sixty three percent like audiences so they like pretty it. I mean I read a bunch of reviews that people like it. Like okay. people do like this movie, and it, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, it kind of got, like I said, it, in that post Matrix, yeah, kind of landscape. Now, like I said, clearly it was in production bef- before, during, before or, or yeah, during the yeah. Matrix. Um, every sci-fi movie is compared to the Matrix after that, True. and uh, the movie that kind of opened against it uh, was Notting Hill. It opened the same week. Oh, <laughs> did it lose to Notting Hill? Wow. Oh my God, yes! It made eleven point nine million dollars on an eighteen and a half million dollar budget. Notting Hill crushed it. I mean, that's Julia Roberts, man. It's good. Really? Yeah. And then after that, it just kind of got tossed under the rug. But hasn't Notting Hill just disappeared? Like every Julia Roberts movie is yeah, just kind of disappeared. Dude. That's what I mean. Except for like Pretty like, Woman. Cares. That movie's good. That movie is good, actually. Pretty Woman's good. Was, remember the hamster scene with Richard Gere? Oh wait, never mind. That was the jackal. Okay. Or no, Red Corner. Red Mothman, that was personal life. Mothman that was real life with yeah. the gerbil. I don't know if that ever happened. Mothman prophecy. Aaron that? Brockovich, man. Aaron Brockovich was good. I was watching a movie like, oh, I had never seen my best friend's wedding before, and it was just on TV, and I hadn't changed a channel yet. Julia Roberts was like freaking stunning in that movie. Holy Have you seen my best friend's girl with Dane Cook? No. Okay. Underrated. Yeah, that's a good movie. All right, cool. Okay. All right. Huey, do you know any other underrated movies that you'd like to speak about, or yeah. is that the end of your list? No, re- once I talked about Red Dawn, <laughs> I was out. I was done. Uh, he only brought Red Dawn to the party. Damn, that's I, all you brought? Okay. So speaking, so of, my next, uh, <laughs> speaking oh. of firearms, okay, um, let's see. How do I explain this? Uh, Rotten Tomatoes score 48% critically, so not great. But audience score a little better, 70%. Don't know why this movie isn't talked about more. Um, Benicio del Toro, gun. the way of the gun. <laughs> I had a drink in my mouth. I, He's choking. I had yeah. a drink in my mouth. The I don't care gun. for that movie. Really, all that much. You don't? It's all right. You guys, I've watched loved it, it over and over all and the over, time, man. man. I'm just like I watch it. I'm like, <laughs> this is all right. Doesn't. Huey, go ahead and talk about the way it I doesn't flick gun. my bean. Kidnapping story. Okay, two ransom. two crook. Yeah, ransom ransoming two crooks. Ransom a pregnant. Girl, uh, just action-packed gunfight city. The gunfights are super awesome in that movie. They are super awesome. Like super, like the most realistic gunfights I believe I've ever seen. Just because of how the people, like, there's guys who just won't come out of cover, like in the in, in the gunfights and like just, stuff like yeah, that. But like, it's too much can be too much sometimes, man. Just like sometimes you just. Uh, it, when's the last time you watched The Way of the Gun? Okay, so 2000. The, the, the point I was going to bring up <laughs> is I remember 
watching it over and over and over again we were roommates together mm-hmm. yeah because it had, it had okay. some funny parts too so right? i had this like self-realization moment uh, a couple uh last week when we were talking about this so i actually watched it over the weekend and it is still good you think so? Yeah, it is still good. It holds up? Yeah, definitely holds Ryan up. Felipe, where, where like is it it. Ryan Felipe is great. Is it streaming? No, I, I bought it. Okay. Yeah. I or I rented it like for like three ninety nine or whatever. I got gotcha. you. You know what I mean? Did you check if it was streaming? I I don't even think – I think I did, but I don't think it was streaming anywhere. So me and Micah had wanted to see this movie. I remember Micah liking it. Well, we went to the movies and saw it. Micah like it. It was like on a <laughs> Sunday afternoon, and we go to the box office to buy our tickets. Yeah. I've never had this happen to me since or before yeah. or ever. We went to buy our tickets, and we're like, uh, you know, Micah's like, weigh the gun. And guy's like, oh, man, are you sure? Really? And Micah looks at the guy, and he's just like, yeah, I want to see the way of the gun. He goes... We've had people walking out of this movie all week. He goes walking week. out. He goes walking out of this movie all week. He goes wow. So I don't if get he, it. he goes, if you decide to go in, you're not getting your money back. And Michael just turns around and looks at me, and he's like, "Way of the gun." <laughs> <laughs> so we totally we go into the way of the gun, thinking like, "What the hell is this?" And then within like the first 15 minutes, you know, we're cracking up. Like it, it's got some really funny moments at the beginning, and it's got some cool gun stuff. Um. I went back and watched this movie. I thought it was a really awesome movie. And I went back and watched it a few years ago. And I, I think I was watching it on TV. And, you know, I'm not going to turn it off. It's, I, I still like it. Uh, my wife had never seen it. And she's like, what is the plot of this movie? And I go, I don't know. <laughs> they're trying to get that pregnant girl and get money for her. But then that person's fucking that person. And that person ends up being that person's dad. But we don't know that yet. And there's so many stupid twists and turns in that movie that just don't make sense. And they're not warranted. Like, but she, it's like a soap opera. See, I, I think it's, it's like a two hour long soap opera. She got sucked into it too. And then there's the point. And then there's gunfights. That's the, that's the point. So let me, let me, let me end it like this. Okay. The critical consensus from Rotten Tomatoes reads as follows. The way of the gun has some good parts, but overall the movie is derivative, sloppy and sluggish. I can live with it. Yeah. So, okay. I get that, but you cannot help yourself, but watching it. Every time you jump into it, and I, I don't, I don't think, I don't know, about I don't that. think it's fair, man. I watch the shit out of it. It's you have a, does it have a, does it have a user score? Yeah. So the, 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 the user, sc- the user score was, uh, let me go back to my notes, seventy uh, percent. Okay. Yeah, that seems about right. Fake news on those notes is Ooh, what I see. What? Benicio del Toro you and don't Ryan. Agree, huh? That's a, I like seventy percent like was the audience score. Yeah. The director also did uh, the screenplay for Usual Suspects. He works with Tom Cruise a lot. Directed Rogue Nation and Mission Impossible Fallout. McQuarrie. Yep, and involved in the really? Edge of Tomorrow and the new Top Gun movie reboot. Is he involved in the new Edge of Tomorrow? We'll talk about. Yes, that he is. That's crazy. Now Benicio del Toro and Ryan Felipe are badasses in that movie. Edge of Tomorrow is underrated. I know it's got critical critical stuff, but like people don't talk about that movie. That I don't know why they don't. That's a good incredible. movie. Oh, it's man. because you have to look incredible. up Live Die Repeat. Incredible. It's a good movie. <laughs> I like Tom Cruise in that movie, <laughs> and I like uh, Emily Blunt's good in it. Too. The movie's She's great. Amazing. Underrated. The movie's an awesome movie. Mm, that Bloody Mary is good. Oh, and the way of the gun was good too. But it not, was good. Not everybody thought so. I don't think so. But I think it's underrated. Thank also, you. I thank you. I don't care for that movie. I'm on your bandwagon, Bob. But I just said that. Why don't you tell me another movie that you believe to be underrated, friend? So this one I think is kind of underrated for from the director of it and the critical point 
you know, critics usually love this director, and they didn't really... They did, to a point. So this is underrated critically. Underrated critically, highly rated audience. Okay, so it's basically what we've been doing the whole time. 69% Rotten Tomato score, which... not a bad score. It's Terrence Malick. But when I say the director of Wes Anderson... Oh. He's usually higher than that. Can I guess what it is now? 78% audience score. Take a guess. Darjeeling Unlimited. Darjeeling Unlimited. Darjeeling Limited. Right. Limited. I, I own this movie. Okay. I bought it after I many repeated watches of me renting it. I just fell in love with it. I don't normally like Wes Anderson movies because they're a bit off. They're they're not for they're everybody. Dry. They're very dry. Yeah. They're uh, very um. What, what would you? How would you describe a Wes Anderson? They have an movie? aesthetic to them. They're stylized. Very yeah, very very stylized. highly stylized. He's got a certain look. He's got a certain way of people talk. Yes. Certain dialogue, certain everything. It's very, very meticulous. Very. And not all of his movies, like, he's got a bunch. Oh, dude, he's got yeah, a ton. ton. But this is the only one of his that I super love. I, I love this movie. I have not seen that one. I know. And I accidentally watched a different one when you told me to watch that one. <laughs> what did you watch? I ended up watching um, the, one with Ralph, the one with Ralph Oh, Fiennes. the Grand Budapest yes. Hotel? That movie's fantastic. That movie's great. And you know what? I didn't care for that movie. I loved it. Really? I didn't care for I it that much. I loved every you second know? of that movie. See, the that's, same that's, one with, that's where with, his movies uh, are very divisive. Div- what was divisive. the one with uh, the, the, the two, the Boy Scout and the, they, they, they got lost together? Bruce Willis was in it. Edward Norton was in it. it was super freaking good. Whoa. Whoa, that's like a deep cut, man. I don't know what you're talking anyway, about. Continue. Sorry. Um, he's done. What, did he do that uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, that animated with the claymation movie? I, that was, I thought he did. That movie's underrated, too, because I watched that. Like uh, That's a good one, too. But anyway. He produced it. He had a, he had a he hand, had a hand in it. Darjeeling Limited, though. That movie's awesome. It's, it stars. Uh, that has, has uh, Wilson, right? Yes. A lot of them do. It has uh, Owen true. Wilson. Moonrise um, Kingdom was what I was thinking of. Sorry. Oh, okay. Jason. Sorry I've never seen Moonrise Kingdom. It was good. Uh, Jason Schwartzman. And uh, what's his name? I love Jason Schwartzman. The best actor winner for The Pianist. Adrian Brody. That's it. Those guys star as three brothers, Mm -hmm. and they're going to uh, a funeral. But they go on like a pilgrimage first, and they go on board this train. And this train is filled with all sorts of characters, and it's through India. But like... I don't even want to get into it because there's it's so detailed. There's so much to this movie. It's hard to do. But yet, you don't have to really super pay attention to like like this movie. Yeah. It's awesome. I, I think Wes Anderson movies, it, it's it's something that I always forget that it's easy, they're easy to revisit. Or even if just jump into one. Because, like, you know, they're they're all around. I don't think he's There's made, that Royal Tenenbaums movie. I love it. I love that movie. I don't love like that, that movie. movie. I don't care for it. I love it. Now, my my wife actually we watched we watched Rushmore once. Mm. And Rushmore I like. That movies are. Right. I like I love Rushmore. She liked Rushmore, so I'm like, you're going to love Royal Tenenbaums and she hated it. She tried to watch it like 3 times, cannot stand it. Hated Whereas it, huh? me and you Huey love the Royal Tenenbaums. Royal Tenenbaums. But we watched we watched Grand Budapest Hotel. She loved that. Like great movie. Bottle Rocket. You ever seen that? Yep. Yeah, that was his first movie. That I, was awesome. Yep, it's a good movie. Owen like Wilson, Luke way, Wilson. Great movie. Half the way through that, I didn't like uh, it. Rushmore, you said. Royal Tenenbaums. Life Aquatic with Steve Zissau. I, I didn't like that movie I either. It. I Zizu? liked it. Zuzu. Zizu. Zizu? 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 I, I don't know. It. I think so. Uh, the Squid and the Whale. Never heard of that never one. Never heard of that. He didn't direct that. Never mind. Darjeeling Limited. He directed Fantastic Mr. Fox. Okay. Moonrise Kingdom. I never yep. watched that. Grand Budapest. And Isle of Dogs. That was that wasn't bad. I wanted to see Isle of Dogs. That wasn't bad at all. Okay. That wasn't bad. But yeah, he's got a lot of good movies, and those and those movies, 
I, I guess, I mean, we just proved it. Like, those movies, it goes back and forth, I guess. Yeah. You know, a little bit divisive. But uh, so Darjeeling, un, or Darjeeling, say, say it, say it. Darjeeling. Darjeeling. Darjeeling, Darjeeling right. Limited. Limited. Underrated. The Darjeeling I'm going to watch it. And the Darjeeling Limited is just the name of a train. That's cool. Right. The name of a train in that movie. Do you think it had to do with the title? What? People didn't go see it? Um... They saw it. It was Wes Anderson, but like the people just the critics didn't like it, so maybe that took it. Away. I don't know. I, I feel like know. Wes Anderson is just polarized with audiences. I think I think, Wes, he's, I think critics love him, but I think he polarizes audiences. He's he's not. It's because of his style. I think people think he's a one trick pony when all of his movies are really different. Well, let's see. What did Rotten Tomatoes say about this? Movie? And you know, it's funny. Is like you say the name is just the name of a train. And you think Royal Tenenbaums. You think they're like royalty, and that's just his they're name. They're not. Yeah, it's, it's, that's their name. That's yeah. Gene Hackman's name is Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes says with the requisite combination of humor, sorrow, and outstanding visuals, the Darjeeling Limited will satisfy Wes Anderson fans. There you go. And you know what? I don't like all of his movies. I could. There's three movies that I like: Bottle Rocket. This one, Darjeeling, and Isle of Dogs. That's it. Rushmore was all right. I like Rushmore. The trailers made it seem like it was funnier than it was. It is funny. Maybe you haven't seen it in a while. Maybe I haven't. I should revisit that. It's huh? good. Well, let me tell you about another movie that's pretty funny. And that came out. A, uh, is it underrated, though? It's. I believe it's super underrated. In fact, uh, it's the only movie this person ever made. The only one. Only movie. The main character, the the or the lead actor... It's the only movie he ever made. Okay. UHF. Weird Al. Fuck yeah. Weird Al's only movie that he ever made was UHF. Yeah, I'm I would saying, say that's I'm a cult classic, though, ain't it? I think it is now. now. But it is. It, it is now. I loved it from the very beginning. I did, too. was super excited for it to come out. Um, it came out in uh, July. It was a July movie. July 21st, 1989. Wow. What did it come out against? Well, them? hang on. I'll get to that. Okay. All right. It's got, I mean, it's got Michael Richards in it. It's got yeah, Victoria dude. Jackson from SNL. He um, wants to drink from the fire hose. <laughs> so many things. I've been training this kid at work, and there's this part in the movie where a blind guy is trying to guess the card of that little raspy voice yeah, guy. Yeah. And he just keeps going, is this it? And the guy keeps going. Nope. <laughs> like so, I was doing it to the kid where he has no idea he was born in 1998. I mean, he has no idea what the hell UHF is. But this movie, I remember trailers for that. Dude, movie. yeah, I do too. I, I mean, it, I do too. Well, I we grew up listening yeah, to Weird Al. Yeah, absolutely. this movie he was a hero to us. Concert man. soon. Yep, August, August, August. Can't wait. This movie bombed hard to the fo- to the pack to to the point to the that, tune of to a very. Bad. <laughs> diddling, diddling, it was like the one very bad. <laughs> but Weird Al actually was depressed for three years after this movie came out. <laughs> really? Like, yeah. That's so yeah sad. He, you didn't hear anything from Weird Al until he released the the album with Smells Like Teen Spirit and stuff yeah. on it. He wasn't. Man, poor like, Weird Al. He was sad, really dude. sad that he failed this badly. And um, it, I always heard the rumor was that this movie failed as bad as it did at the box office because of what it was up against that summer. It totally and, did. And the one thing that everybody always told me was it was, it was up against Batman. Tim Burton's Batman. I remember oh it being up against God. some huge shit, right. man. So so just real just real quick. Okay. It Batman came out June nineteenth, nineteen eighty nine. Came out almost a month before UHF. Yep. Okay. okay. All right. So here are the movies though. So from Batman. Here's some movies that came out two weeks prior and two weeks after. Pretty much the same month around UHF. UHF. Okay. Are you okay. ready? Okay, you're going to notice some of these. you recognize some of these. 
Lethal Weapon 2. Never heard of it. License to Kill. Haven't uh-huh. heard of that. Ghostbusters 2. Nope. What? Turner and Hooch. Don't Seriously? Know what you're talking about. Friday the 13th, Part 8. Weekend at Bernie's. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Come on. Seriously? All those movies came UHF out. UHF got with, fucking All those buried, movies man. came out within six weeks of UHF. Oh, yeah. Every single one of them. I personally buried. remember being a kid wanting to watch that movie, but not getting the chance to see it in the theater. If you like Weird Al Yankovic, and you didn't realize at this point that he made a movie, and it is funny. My wife, God bless her, does not like Weird Al at all. She came in as I was making the kids watch UHF, and she's like, this is that Weird Al movie that you keep telling me that we need to watch with the kids? She's like, I'm like, yeah, there's like 45 minutes left. Just let us watch the rest of it, please. She sits down, and she's like, "This this is really funny. To be honest, he, he doesn't. He's not Weird Al in the movie. You know, he's he, just—he's a little over the top in the movie. He can be at points, kind of annoyingly over the top. Well, he has those daydreams in the movie. Yeah, exactly. it's about Weird well, Al accidentally takes over. He or he takes over a TV station. Yeah, and it and it's it, he's not he's not playing Weird Al. He's playing a normal. Oh, well, not normal. Is his name Stanley? No, that's Michael Richards' name. Is Stanley Spadowski? Stanley Spadowski. What's Weird Al's name? Do you know? Uh, I can't remember. Okay, but uh, it's a great movie, man. Is I he, love I just it. Just imagine you. Like clockwork orange style, forcing your kids to watch. They movies. loved it. They loved it. What you, kid wouldn't like that movie? Eyes are being they wide open. They don't even have the '80s nostalgia that we do for Weird Al. Yeah, like it, it, it's it's just an awesome movie. Critically, it did have a 64, percent and I think most of it is in retrospect. I think it's a yeah. It's it's gone back to Rotten Tomatoes. It's got a 64. percent um, It's got a 77 percent critic. Okay. Or not critically. Audience. Audience. Okay. audience. Okay. So almost an 80% audience. Yeah. I think it is a cult classic. Which is I think good it's for become a comedy, one. Actually. I watched this movie, The I mean, like when it was out on video, I'm like, holy shit, UHF is out on video. I got to go get UHF right now. Like, I have to go see UHF. I've, I, I have, that. over the years, I have purchased a few different versions of that. UHF is an awesome, awesome movie. Last time I purchased it, I think it was on iTunes for like five bucks. I'm like, okay. Worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. Worth five bucks. Totally worth five bucks. I mean, I had it. I think I bought it on DVD in college. So, yes. I mean, it's freaking Conan the Librarian. Rambo. I remember (laughs) the Rambo. There was an Indiana Jones reference. That was yeah. Well, that was at the beginning. But then all the all the different shows that he plays on his UHF network, which is Conan the Librarian, (laughs) and then there's Gandhi Two, where Gandhi's just like walking down the walking down the street with like with women and like punching hearts out of people and stuff. All the 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 goofy commercials that get played, like Spatula City, Spatula City. Like I I freaking love that, dude. dude. The Wheel of Fish. Is there I, a, chucking puppies out the window? No, it's uh, today we're going to teach poodles how to fly. Poodles how to fly. <laughs> right, that's right. Yeah, 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 He's yeah, like, yeah. many of you don't know this. <laughs> yeah, he just he keeps throwing them out. It's like that camera view yeah, yeah, yeah. of a win- It's It's called Raul's Wild Kingdom. <laughs> he throws them out, and then it just you just hear. That's right. He's like, are you ready? Are you set? Go. And it goes. <laughs> I, 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 I. And then you hear just the thud, you know, and he goes, oh, man. I, I think oh, the man. only. <laughs> the only reason why they that that uh, movie does not have a hundred percent of Rotten Tomatoes because it did not feature the hand fart guy from the music oh. video. <laughs> well, it was, it was twelve years dummies. before that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. if that guy was in that film, good pull on the UHF. Thanks. It's clearly underrated. Huey, Huey, All what right. is your last? I'm, I'm gonna pick? I'm gonna throw in a cliche. A cliche. It's considered one of the worst movies of all time. Over budgeted failures of all time. Waterworld. Waterworld. 
Seriously? I love I guessed that it. movie. Hey. High five. I've never High seen five it. Waterworld. I went to the theater and saw that I movie. I did too. I did too. And it was great. And when it started out with him peeing and then filtering that out and them drinking it, I'm like, this movie's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> you and R. Kelly. I'm in. So, Whoa. so here's the thing. I think I think the reason why this movie got shit on so much is because... Because the budget was so high. Yeah, well, because in the news... It was so hyped. They tore it up because the budget over budget and this blah, 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 blah. But... I have never, like, they used to play it on TNT all the freaking time. Do you have a director on that? Who directed that movie? It was uh, Kevin Reynolds. He also, he, he works with uh, uh, Kevin Costner a lot. He did Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yay. Love he it. He was uh, the Steven Spielberg Fandango. He did that. Uh, Hatfield, McCoy, Hatfield McCoy's. Oh, he did that show? Yep. I like the Hatfield he McCoy's. He, he actually co-wrote Red Dawn. What? What now? Yeah. So, full, full, full circle. <laughs> Are you Is looking for that? Thing? That's our new thing. Going round, going round, going round, going round. So full circle in the pound. It's entertaining. The acting. Th- there's no bad acting. I mean, it's it's just an it's just a. It's got it's Dennis Hopper. How can I have Dennis bad Hopper's acting? Dennis Hopper's awesome in it. He's a good bad guy, right? Oh, he's On the oil so, rig. Listen to this, man. Rotten Tomatoes gives this a critical score of 44, percent and audience is lower at 43. So it's like, why? Why? I don't know. I'm I like entertained that movie. by that movie. That what, what what year did that come out? Do you have that? Oh, I can get it. I think it was ninety. I remember going to the theater and seeing seven, that movie with seven, uh, some of my family members or whatever. I, I think it was in like the early nineties, right? I think. Yeah. I thought it was a little bit later. I was it in the mid nineties. Anyway, I remember watching the theater, thinking, "Man, this movie's awesome. The action was good. The uh, like when, when you're when you're ninety five. Okay, all right. That was like right before high school. Yeah. So great, like uh, junior high, like right into high school. Yeah. Junior high around there. Yeah, or right, we right. Like okay, you're right. Okay. Yeah, freshman. Anyway, that was a good movie. I I agree, man. I liked it. I don't know why he gets dumped on so much. I like Kevin Costner because, like, like think about it. Think about it. So it's a fantasy movie, the, the man. The set design was gorgeous. Oh, in that movie. it was okay. And why? Why? Yeah, it was super fucking expensive. Well, why people shit on it so much? I don't. I I really don't understand. That's that. a good pull, man. I never thought about. Be, Waterworld's not on my it's, list, but it's it should entertaining be. the whole way through. Okay, there's some really cool action scenes. You remember when they were like uh, attacking the fortress, and they had the dudes on the uh, the speed bike, the the um, what are they called, the jet skis? And they had like the the um, the harpoons that would shoot out of them. I remember they traded everything in cigarettes and yeah, pa- um, paper. I don't know if paper. I don't know if uh, they, they used there. dirt was uh, dirt soil. Yeah, yeah, was, soil uh, was a huge currency. thing, but so was paper. Right, because he tried. I don't to know trade. if uh, Danny listens to this podcast, but Micah does. <laughs> and when we were at Universal Studios, we saw the Waterworld stunt show. It's still there. It's still there. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's still man. there. The Waterworld stunt show yeah. is fucking awesome. It is awesome. I don't know why so, people shit on this movie. It's a good movie. I. That's my thing. Hey, if you don't like Waterworld, fuck you. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> It's horse shit. It All is. right. You know All what? right. <laughs> One last Sorry. point. All right. Sorry. I got on a rant about Waterworld. Okay. Thanks, Huey, for bringing that up. Kevin Costner is not a shit bag fucking actor. Like he can be. He, he can be. Oh, man. Yes, like, he can. Look, Waterworld's great. Uh, Field of Dreams is great. F- Bull Durham. S- okay. Bull, that's, that's a good great. Movie. Bull Durham's probably my favorite movie of his. But Field of Dreams is mine. And That's Robin right. Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yeah, but, okay, real quick. The, the cinematic classic. We've talked about Robin Hood, though, right? I don't, we? I don't mean to. I don't mean to. Randy yeah, Why are you pointing at me? With Robin Hood, 
But Robin <laughs> in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, just to say how he's not a shit actor or is, yeah. is, is or isn't, he can't decide in that movie to have an English accent it's or true. not. And it's it's true. Very, he so, is not the greatest so, actor. No, but when he's just being but him, I got, when he's just look, acting. I got three words to... for you. Do you know these three words? A Perfect World. Dances with Wolves. Great okay. movie. Fucking Give me another high awesome. five. Give me another high five. Fucking awesome movie. Listen, I have something to say to you, Chuck. Directed and okay. he acted in. Here's what? the thing. When I was researching this topic. Waterworld? No, 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 no. Oh. I can't believe I called Waterworld. This, this topic in general. Okay. The first pick I had was Robin Hood, pick Prince of Thieves. Love that movie. So first about time I saw Morgan four nights Freeman. ago, uh, I, I, I didn't have much time. So I said, you know what? I'm going to watch this movie. I'm going to take it up to my bedroom on the surface and, and fall asleep watching it. R-H-P-T? You watch that? It's bad. It's so bad. Oh, yeah. So, it's yeah, there's always room for bad. one more. But it's fun. I love it's Robin. fun. I love that movie. It's fun. It's great. That is a childhood favorite. Yes. And as you're, when you're a kid watching movies, you have no critical voice. As far None. as I'm concerned, there's two Robin Hood movies that exist. It's the Disney one with the fox, the really sexy fox. Gotcha. And there's Robin Hood, Prince of there's Thieves. There's actually three. My I like cousin, the Ridley Scott one. Or no, no, I'm sorry. My great-great-uncle was a stuntman in the Errol Flynn and I watched those. Robin Hood. I, I like the Ridley story. Scott My one. My great-great-uncle was guys the stuntman for Errol Flynn. I don't like the Ridley Scott one. I like You mean at one. the end where he's like, he's finally become Actually, Robin Hood. Doug, I don't remember <laughs> that. Doug, <can> you, <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Can Doug confirm that? I think it was my our grant, my your mother's hey, brother. Your mo- Speaking of Doug, we haven't heard from Doug in a while. He had surgery. We haven't heard your what? newest. We he haven't, is he okay? He's okay. He's recovering. Get well soon, Doug. We haven't heard your newest underrated movie either. Okay, this one is. Uh, let me let me read off some of this cast. Okay, before I give you off the main star and the director. Um, <clears throat> uh, Patton Oswalt, Sean Penn, Adam Scott, Shirley MacLaine, Kristen Wiig. Any guesses yet? Ben Stiller. The Secret uh, Life. Uh, uh, the of Secret Walter, Walter Mitty. Mitty. Have you seen I this movie? I saw it in the theater. Okay, I saw it in the theater. And the me and the use, kids saw it in the theater, and we loved it. The use of the David Bowie song agreed is one of the best uses for that song ever song. in a movie. Yeah, um, agreed. What's that song? Uh, <laughs> Space Oddity. Space Oddity. Yep. I don't know the name of that song all the way. Even time. better than when they used it in Mr. Deeds. Yes. All right. That movie. That song is used throughout the whole movie. You haven't seen Secret Life of Walter Mitty. If you want to watch a good not. movie with your kids, I'll let you borrow it, man. It's I'm not great, even joking. It's a it's good a movie. Gra- it was so. It's it is a great. Walter Mitty yeah. is a. Uh, he works for movie. Life Magazine. Yep. Was it Life or Time? No, it's Life because they're going to shut it down. Okay. Yeah. And he is in charge so, of picking out the photographs for the covers of each episode or of each uh, magazine cover. So and they're coming out or they're uh, what happens in the movie is they're. One last print episode, one last print magazine, and then yep. it's all going online. Yep. So he is in charge of the last picture, and he gets a uh, he works with um, a guy that sends him photos all the time. It's a famous in the movie. It's a famous photographer, and it's Sean Penn. Yeah, right. In the movie, right. And he sends stuff off to him, and the famed picture of frame number like what twenty five yep. or something, and that's the one they want to go with the cover. And he gets the prints, and the, he gets the negatives. And that, that one is missing. Yep. And he has this huge adventure. And he's on a search for it. He's a yep. huge adventure. And he's just like, he's like a middle-aged guy. And and, and, and Kristen Wiig is absolutely adorable. Kristen Wiig is adorable. It. Adorable. And he's like a middle-aged guy, just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm at this point in my life. Fuck it. 
I'm, I'm losing yep. my job. Fuck it. And he just goes on this adventure in search of this lost negative. It's a great movie. It runs into a you bunch like of cool it. stuff. He has to like, but it, it, it's the, all about a big part of it was he had to break out of his norm. Basically, carpe diem. Yeah, no, the that, day. that's what it was. He had to like break out of his routine and like go and like do things out of spontaneously. Yes, exactly. That that was the whole point of it. And the, you had this like side romance going on too with Kristen Wiig, and like you were hoping that they were gonna be like a thing. It was a really clever movie. It's cool a movie. good. It's a really good movie, and it's directed by Ben Stiller, and he stars yeah. in it. It's so good. I, I agree. I I mean, it's one of the most uh, I don't want to say most underrated movies that I've ever seen, but like no one talks about it. It's got a... Uh, it kind of just went away. It did. It really did. It's unfair. 51% on Tomato Reader. Really? 51% for it's, critics. It's because it's a shrug. Guess yeah. what the audience one is? 88. 70. Damn. Which isn't it's still bad. still decent. It's, it's still good. decent. Which isn't bad. I just don't think it's reached enough people. It was a big movie. I remember seeing the trailers and stuff for it, and I, I remember being like, oh, wow, I hope that's good. Because I like I like Ben Stiller and I want him to do good things. Absolutely. I just uh, never got a chance to never got around to watch it. I'll, I'll let you borrow it if you want to, man. It's a I might do. I that. I enjoy it. It's definitely worth it. I enjoy it's it. Worth it. I'd end up just renting it because I don't have anything to play Blu-rays upstairs. Oh, you don't? No. Oh. I highly recommend Secret Life of Walter Mitty. It's, it's underrated. Very underrated, and it's a great use of Space Odyssey by David good. Bowie. I like I Space Oddity. Space Oddity. Oddity. Yeah. yeah. What did I say? Odyssey. Odyssey. Like Mario Odyssey. <laughs> and so I got one left? Yeah, I think so. All right. So I saved this one intentionally for last. 1985. It's kind of become a cult classic. It's based off a popular board game. <laughs> when you say those words, that it's based off a popular board game that's been around for this movie. I, I think I own this is. movie, but I still have yet to watch I it. Know oh, what my it gosh. Is. It is 1985's Clue. Clue. Can I ask? You can try. Is it the critical piece? Because this movie is great. I, I do own that movie. Sorry, I do own that movie. I bought it in the 80s like collection. On I'll iTunes. get to. I have yet to watch dude, it though. Well, Tim me, Curry, right? Tim, exactly. exactly. Tim Curry, right? Okay. Exactly. So here's the thing about this movie. Uh, it's got a killer fucking cast. It, it is does. Tim Curry, Christopher Lloyd, Martin Mull, Michael McKeon, Madeline Kahn, Madeline Leslie Kahn. Ann Warren, Eileen Brennan, and of course they play Professor Plum and they oh, play absolutely, Mr. Man. Uh, Mr. Green and Colonel Mustard yeah. and Scarlet and Mrs. White yeah. and Miss Peacock. Uh, it, it's it is that board game. It is a who done it, and I was just Love talking about it today. It is so funny. And it is so fast. And Tim Curry, as the butler, wasn't originally the one they wanted to play the butler. I did not know that. The guy they wanted to play the butler, the originally wanted to play the butler, was um, some guy who died on stage. I can't remember his name. He was a stage actor. Oh, but really? Then Tim what? Curry wasn't. This is bizarre. Tim Curry wasn't even the second guy they wanted to play the butler. The second guy they wanted to play the butler was named Rowan Atkinson. Oh, Mr. Mr. Bean. Bean. Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean. Now, Bob, you've I never like seen Bean. Clue. So, and I own it. It's so, fucked up, ain't it? So to, to see what I'm about to say, like see to see Mr. Bean play the same role that Tim Curry ended up playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim Curry is so fucking amazing in this movie. Like, it is incredible. I have. And the jokes come at you so fast. That you might like this movie benefits from a rewatch. It does. It really does because it is so. It's not a long movie either. 
it, it comes it comes at everything comes at you so quick that you might miss something. Um, it had a fourteen point six million dollar budget, or it made fourteen point six million dollars out of fifteen million dollar budget. Okay, it got destroyed. It was written by John Landis. <laughs> Murderer. <laughs> and Jonathan and, 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 and Jonathan Lynn, who Jonathan Lynn ended up directing it. Um, uh, it you know, a lot of times, like the other two movies, I told you guys, guys kind of what came out that week. This was the only movie released that week. <laughs> and it still bombed. On, on December 13th, 1985. Um, movies that are based off of board games typically aren't good. Battleship uh, comes Battleship. to mind. Battleship. Yep. Battleship comes to mind. Oh, and then we all remember uh, the Mousetrap Ouija. movie was not oh, good. Oh, my goodness gracious. The first Ouija's really bad, but the second one's Mike Flanagan. It's fucking awesome. Dizzy the Dinosaur? That was fucking crazy. What about movie. Denver the Last Dinosaur? Do you oh, was it that? Denver? Denver the Last that was Dinosaur. Let's talk about Clue. I remember you had to wind him up and you would spin what? around and mess your Put shit the fuck up. up. That was, no, that was. Let uh, him finish Clue. That was Tornado Rex. <laughs> <laughs> that was Tornado Rex. Was we ever get Rex? a Hungry Hungry Hippos movie? Torpedo Run. What about Fire, Fireball Island? Fireball Island. Oh, yeah. They redid that. You can okay. kickstart it. What was it, that name of that board game where you shot the little fucking Crossfire. 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 You get caught up in that. <laughs> crossfire. I remember so, that. So uh, it had a killer cast. It was a gr- it Clue, I'm serious. Don't be... Yes, it's based off the board game, but only in a it's, whodunit it, it's sense. It's a great whodunit movie. Does it man. have a conservatory? Yes. Does it have a lead pipe, a wrench, a... Poison, all that stuff. Yes, it does, yeah, it and does. it is fucking hilarious the way they use all this stuff. See, that, that is that's so an good. example where I think where, where a lot of these movies you have these critics that are like film snobby, um, and they just shit on it. it, it it's fun critically, it's fun man. Critically, it's got a fifty nine percent. Yeah, no, come on, it's fun. That's not horrible. No, but it's not. It's for, not for a movie that flopped hard. Never seen it. Still, never seen it. But you should watch it. Um, uh, One of these days, the audience score is eighty-six percent. So, out of all the audience scores, I think almost of all the audience scores of the things we talked about tonight, that's the highest. Oh yeah, probably eighty-six percent. I didn't know that coming in, but I was listening because I'm here. Clue, clue, and here's the best part. Here's the best part. So, if you want like a little whodunit kind of fun movie to watch with the kids. It's absolutely fine. Agreed. There's a little sexual content in it, but it's it's what, not. I mean, doesn't have they just talk content. about Does it. Does it show Tim Curry's balls? Only once. Very briefly. That's fine. Then everybody should see, see yeah. those at no, least No, it's, it's not. By sexual content, I don't mean like man. sex either. I mean like they somebody stares at somebody's boobs or yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's all. It, and it's yeah. part of the joke. It's stupid. But yeah, Clue is my last pick. It's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite movies that I didn't see till I was much older, and it's just fantastic. I don't, people don't talk about it enough, even though I think they should. And Tim Curry is a fucking treasure. He is a treasure. He is. You're damn right. He's a treasure. If he's only known for two things in this world, it should be playing Pennywise in that fucking 1980s It miniseries and playing the Butler and Clue in Scary Movie. Third thing. The, you can Rocky say, Horror Picture Show. Yeah, man. and that. Rocky Horror Picture yeah. Show, man. I said yeah. if he was only going to be known for two things. And, yes, he's great in the Rocky Horror So, Picture. since that was your last pick, uh, we going to rapid fire. Rapid fire round. <laughs> sure. Huey, since I just did mine, why don't you pick a rapid fire one go? Stop shitting on Watchmen. What's great. Okay, let's Stop r- shitting on it. Let's r- Stop it. Let's rip off the movie and the Rotten Tomato critical score. Okay. Uh, Watchmen had a Rotten Tomato 64% critical score, audience score 71. I don't think the 64% is fair. I thought it was 
gorgeous movie. It's a good movie. Incredibly accurate. It's a bit long. Incredi- nah, fuck if, that. I, if I have so what a, if it's uh, long? I was, I was entertained. I'm Endgame saying, is man. going to be long, and it's going to make a billion dollars. You know what I mean? So That's because a lot more people are invested in the Endgame than they were in Watchmen. It's and a that great was, film. That was the weird thing about Watchmen. I think that's why it was underrated. I don't think people really realized what no, the hell it was. they didn't. It's a great film. It was film. ahead of its time. It's Zack Snyder's best movie. Absolutely right. It's, I would it disagree. Does not, it does not deserve but, uh, a 64. Oh, it's because the Owl movie. Yeah, the Owl movie is the best movie. It does not deserve. A 64. Okay, fair enough. My next movie, Inherent Vice with Joaquin Phoenix. I like that movie. I like it too. I read I the like book. I like that movie. I read the book. It's a great book. I've not seen it. Uh, 73% tomato. Rotten, rotten, it's uh, critical. pretty good. 52% audience though. Okay. Okay, not so good. It's better than that. Good movie. Quirky. Joaquin Phoenix. He's like, you know. I agree. You know. Uh, these two movies go together and actually critically and audience, they were actually well liked. I just don't hear anybody ever talk about them. Okay. Yeah, I it's got my this, next one's like that, the, too. The, it's the same director, same main actor, A History of Violence, and Eastern Promises. Yes, yeah, thank man. you. Thank I like you for History of Violence. Up. It's on my list, and that's bullshit. They're both good movies. Both of them. David Cronenberg, who's not known for any... Well, he's known for a lot of body horror kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the yeah, Fly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, nothing else comes to mind, but yeah. I know The Fly. The Fly. Thank you for bringing me. that up. I, I mean, Dead Ringers. I, Horseshit. There's a bunch of them. Those are good flicks. But uh, A History of Violence and Eastern Promises with Viggo Mortensen as the lead Vigo character so in both. so good And in he's so movie. good in both of them. And they are great Easter movies. Promises was like great, a blow you away type. Easter Promises was amazing. Yeah. History of Violence is awesome. Yeah. I can't. I, I like History of Violence. I can't, I've seen Easter Promises. I can't remember it. Though. It's the one with the two naked guys fighting in the shower. Yep. I've never <laughs> totally scrap. <laughs> okay, it's, and it's brutal. It's That's awesome. So good. Is it like Borat? That two, those no. two. Days? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. nope. That's Very not good. An underrated movie. Borat. Borat. Borat's good. But Borat, anyway, Borat. Was around for a long time. Yeah, I know. It was. I know. Needed to go away. Uh, go ahead, Dewey. I, I think uh, Vanilla Sky gets too much shit. I like Vanilla Sky. I Always really like that movie. It really? is utter what? and complete garbage. Did you man. know? Did you know it's actually a remake of a Spanish film called "Open Your Eyes"? I did. Did you open also? She says that about Open Your, times your Eyes. Did you also know I don't give a fuck? Yeah, screw you, boy. Tom Cruise movie that is very much out there. They here's what they say: ambitious mix of uh, genres. Vanilla Cameron Sky, Crow, ain't it? Vanilla Sky it collapses into an incoherent jumble. Cruise's Cruise's performance lacks depth, and it's hard to feel sympathy for his narcissistic character. Incoherent That's the point. jumble. That is the point. He's from, narcissistic. From my that is brain. The point. Here's the cast from that movie: Tom Cruise, Cameron, Cameron Diaz, Diaz, Jason so, Lee, Kurt Russell. Um, Penelope Cruz. So stop for a second. Can I just say that Cameron Diaz was a terror in that movie? In and first brilliant 40, in the first forty-five yes. minutes. Yes, awesome. And I Kurt don't think Russell it deserves that. So you know, Rotten Tomato, forty-two percent. Okay. Maybe I should uh, give it a rewatch. But give like, it a rewatch. I remember disliking it a lot when I first watched it. I really enjoyed it. What year was this? Do you have that? Ninety two thousand. No, two thousand one. Yeah, I like okay. that. Two thousand one. Rotten Tomatoes score forty two percent, audience score seventy two. I've seen it a couple. Times. I remember being hyped because I like Cameron Crowe, and for whatever reason, I like Tom Cruise because he's fucking nuts. But he's made a lot of good movies. But I like Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise. Does a great job. He's a he's a great actor. Screw it. I don't care. He's crazy. He, he does good movies. Okay, my next one is just like your last one, Chuck. With like, it's got high Rotten Tomato. Yeah, critics. It's got high audience. What? Ninety percent critics. Wow. Seventy four percent audience. Stars Carrie Russell and Nathan Fillion. No one talks about this movie called Waitress. Have know, you ever yeah, seen this yeah. movie? Oh, no, I've never yeah. seen that. Yeah. Excellent movie. It is a good movie. Very good movie, yep. but you've never seen it. 
And no one talks yep, about I it. I agree with that. Totally agree with that. Good, good movie. movie. Agreed. Good movie. I remember watching it a while ago and I'm like, hey. I'll give you credit movie. for that, even though you're a dick about Vanilla Sky. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Fuck you. How about this one? <laughs> Bob, I told you this movie when it came out because the trailer looks so fucking stupid that it's going to be awesome. Gamer. That's on my list. That is gamer. Twenty nine percent Rotten Tomato score right yeah. there. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Here's the crazy part. Shit. Here's the no. crazy part with Gerard Butler. Gamer. It movie is batshit crazy, but it is super fun. The audience score is thirty nine percent. I don't get that. <laughs> I don't get why it's thirty nine percent because I like, have what? that movie. I have it in three D. I'm like, this movie's this, awesome. I bet. I'm like, isn't this America? Like, what the hell? Who like, would <laughs> want to control? <laughs> Chuck, since we're gamers, Huey, since we're gamers, who wouldn't want to control a live person in a video game? Uh, I, I would, would do it, but I would feel bad killing him. I don't want to do it. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh uh, right. Uh, I don't want right. To. But anyway, that movie's awesome. It's super fun. And uh, actually, uh, Hall, what's his name? Michael C. Hall. Michael C. Is, Hall. Is a ba- he's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Dexter. In that movie. Yeah, Dexter's awesome in that yep, movie. Absolutely. Yeah, I think he actually is better than, he's way better than Gerard Butler in that movie. But Gerard Butler isn't the greatest of actors. Women find him highly attractive. He does what he does well. And he's got a manly voice. He's a year away from being in Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. He's a year Gerard away. Gerard Butler's boat, in the Fast and Furious the franchise. Chewy podcast. On the Boat Chewy Podcast. Here we go. Uh, the Brian De Palma Mission Impossible. Yeah, I bl- I am, I'm with you there. Huey, overrated. I want to throw something on that. Okay. I want to throw on the uh, Mission Impossible 2. The John Woo. The John Woo. I Mission went back Impossible and revisited 2. that not too long ago, and I agree with you. That is it. Actually, I, I it's a fun movie. It's Turn your brain off. It's Turn so your brain off. It's so stupid. The plot is kind of stupid. Turn your brain off. The action, though, will blow you the fuck away. It's not but the plot. It's all the stuff in between the that's plot. What, that's what it is. All that's the what flips and yeah, everything okay. else, like and but and the love story that like goes on between. I love him it. And, it. I love it. it. I do too. But Re- it's done. rewind a second. But that's the done. second one. Let's go to the first one. Yeah, rewind a second. So the De Palma film, sixty-three uh, percent critical, seventy-one percent audience. Unfair. Only sixty-three. Unfair. I think that's it. I think it was beautifully shot. Is that like the worst acted. in the Mission Impossible franchise? It might be. I don't know. I'd have to look into it, but I bet two's lower. I bet two might be lower from a critical standpoint. True, true. But I, I think back, and I remember being blown away by that movie. It was a true action film with a little bit it's of an espionage kind of. That, film. That's it's what not it was. an action like, film. It's, it's like a mystery spot. thriller, no, 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 man. Like, like you were into it the whole time. Oh yeah, action, into it. The action was good. It was what I wanted James Bond to be. I loved what I imagined James I, Bond to be. If, if, if I if I think about anything, James I always Bond. I yeah. always remember the scene where he busts up the fish tank during the meeting. Like, it was so tense. Yeah, it was, it was so sad. tense with the gum, and he put the gum red into green. So tense, and like you were like, yeah. Well, I've talked about it before. When I went to the movies and saw this in the theater, yeah. it broke. It broke on the train. When they used to do like actual yeah yeah real yeah, real it broke real. yeah. So I never saw from like the last. 30 minutes of the movie. So I hated this movie for the longest time until I saw it on video, and I'm like, this movie's fucking side awesome. Note, side note, 
the video game where you had to like go through the lasers was awesome. I was really is that with uh, the sixty four? Yeah. Oh, that that's so a fun. good game. That was so fun. I, I it's a good game. I think there's revisionist history on this one is on your side because I think as Mission Impossible has become this bigger franchise, it has. especially like after there was a gap between three and four. And people, they, now these movies have just become like big time events. Well, they're filming two yeah, at once right now. They're becoming big yeah. events again. I think or people, soon. people exactly. more people are going back and seeing that like Mission Impossible 1 was super fucking good. It like, was super, super fucking, fucking good. good. And the only reason why Mission Impossible 2 gets such a bad rap, in my opinion, is because it's straight up nothing but a hardcore action movie. It's, it's, a, Hong, it is. it's a Hong Kong action yeah, movie. Yeah, exactly what it John is. John Woo. Does what he was hired to do. Yep, he did. Fucking awesome. He did John Agreed. Woo's thing. And you know what? Agreed. I. That's my favorite. Mission Impossible Two was my favorite one because of the action. Except for it's, Fallout. It's Fallout. Awesome. Speaking of which, what was, what was the awesome. movie I love with Mark Wahlberg and he, they're kidnapped? They kidnap the girl. The big hit. The, the big, big hit. hit. I that love that fucking movie. He, John Woo produced that though. He, he produced it though. Did yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I get. I know. I like. So my next too. one. It's dumb as hell. Is uh, high high critical high audience. Okay. Like no one talks about it. Ninety-four percent tomato. Oh, ninety-four percent critical. Eighty-six percent audience. I don't know if you guys have seen this. It's called American Splendor. I've seen American Splendor. I've seen. I love that movie. Harvey P. Car. Yeah, yeah. I love Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. That's you know what one of my favorite movies. You actually make a really good point. That's a great movie. Why don't they talk about this movie very much? It's highly rated. Good. He got snubbed when he didn't win whatever award he should have won for that movie. Oscar. Because yeah, because he was good. I forget what year that came out. Let's see. It, it was, was indie. Uh, it was very indie. Two thousand three. It, it was indie. Two thousand three. Yeah. But why wouldn't he win that man? That was he was awesome was in that movie. He was. It was like sort of like autobiographical, right? Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. It was about Harvey yeah. Picard. It had Harvey Picard in it too, yeah, right? It did. Like yeah. yeah. It like, went from the real life to the action. Yeah. Or to about the movies. How you know? he used to go into David Letterman all the time and all that other stuff. That was a great movie. I love that movie. Me too. Um, I have a movie that seemed like it was on every time there was a, a rain delay in a baseball game or. Uh, any Saturday, just lazy Sunday afternoon, uh, 1985's John Candy Vehicle Summer Rental. Summer Rental. <laughs> that's yeah. a good movie. Yeah. Dude, like, what the hell happened to Summer Rental? Like, that's out of all the John Cam- Candy movies, people are like, oh, yeah, Great Outdoors. Great Outdoors is okay. Uncle Buck, yep, it's fantastic. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, sure. Summer Rental you know what? You is make, the one you where make, he races the boat. Point. You make a fantastic point because at the same time frame that you're talking about, when they would have rainouts on WGN. Yeah, dude. You Summer know what they used to play? They used to play that. And the other John Candy movie they used to play all the time, which I love, was Only the Lonely. And it was so good. And it's Or banned. like some like, fucking Mark Harmon movie. Fuck that guy. I like Armed and Dangerous, too. Armed and Dangerous is good. Yeah, absolutely. Levy. That's yeah. a good movie. Um, so critically, 13%. Ooh. Critically. Ooh, and I think, I think it's because critics have never gone back and revisited some rental. Comedy is it. hard. Audience, though. Fifty-one percent, so a big jump, but it's, it's not it's quite, there. not quite there. Yeah. I remember being pretty funny when I was a kid. I'm gonna rewatch it this summer at my rental, and uh, yeah, I'm good. Can we stop shitting on Superman Returns, please? Superman with Returns? Kevin, yeah, Wait, the Kevin, Brandon Routh? Yeah, that's a good Superman. No, it's a you good know, Superman movie. Well, I'm sorry. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. I'm gonna fight you on this. Why? Kevin Spacey was good. So Kevin Spacey was a, good as Lex Luthor, even though he's a creep. He's a creep. Exactly. I get Brandon it. Routh wasn't the best Superman. He w- did a great... Actually, hold on. He did an exceptional um, impersonation of Christopher Reeve's Superman. That was the point, though. So It was a sequel. My, my main 
biggest bitch about I own this movie. I, yep. I have it on DVD and yep. Blu-ray. Yep. You know, and it's not because I bought it singular; it's because it was in a package. Anyway, my greatest bitch about this movie, and it's like widely known about this, and he doesn't fight anybody. No, he doesn't, doesn't. fight anybody. Come on, it's a but fucking here, Superman but, taking place after it's supposedly taking place after the first Superman movie. It's a sequel to that, right? Because he leaves, he leaves Earth. He leaves Earth. Is Correct. this this is so? This is retconning this, and everything. This this is after the this first is, one. This is part of the universe of the or after Cyber, Superman two. Yeah, it's kind of like part of that universe where he leaves Earth, goes on something, does something, and comes back. But no, it's supposed to be part of that. Like continuance. Give me some good redemption, not just like, oh, let me take care of uh, Lex Luthor and take him out of here. here here's the problem. No. It's a bad. It, here no. is the problem with Superman on film. Superman is Superman. Who in the hell? How many stories can you possibly write? He's invincible. It's Superman. the The movie was good because it had other dynamics than him just hey. fighting. People. He doesn't fight bad anybody, bad. man. So wait, real quick. You the think Superman crash, Returns though. is underrated? I do. What was its rated? 75% critical, 60% audience. That's, that's pretty good. Oh, oh also, fuck Brian Singer. <laughs> uh, fair point. Okay, fair. I saw this movie fair. in the IMAX when it first came out, and there was one part, I don't remember in the movie, but there was one part where Superman's flying across the ocean, and he goes from left, right side of the yeah, screen yeah, to left yeah, side of the yeah. screen. And I remember had these big ass IMAX glasses before they refined the shit. Yep, I remember. And I remember watching from you could you, you watch and you're moving your head from the right screen all the way, watching them go across the ocean yep. to the left side. You're like, oh man, this is awesome. But other than that, it looked awesome. Other than that, the movie's garbage. I thought it was clever, and I thought what's her name was amazing as Lois. Nah. Um, what's her name? I don't know. I, Kate I, Bosworth. Can I, That's re- it. I'll tell you, we want to hear my Superman Return story since we're going to swap stories? Yeah. Dig it. I watched three-fourths of this movie, got to the climax, and turned it off. I was bored. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> he doesn't fight anybody, right? It was fine. I was just like... Okay, lifting, so then... So then, lifting that so up? then uh, like, I'm not... Like, let's let's he, switch gears here. Man of Steel, then. I like Man of Steel. Critics don't like it. 65%. 75%, 75% audience. Maybe there is a uh, Zack Snyder bias going on with critics. Who knows? Cause no, Superman's very tough. It's very tough. Yeah, my favorite Superman movie ever is the 20 minutes he's in Justice League. <laughs> with the mustache? Yeah, with the mustache. With the mustache. I'll take oh, it. It's terrible. I don't yeah, even care. Pretty bad. I still can't see it. Pretty bad. Okay, my next movie okay. um, is a uh, 65% critical on Rotten Tomatoes, 71% audience, but this director, okay. you're going to be like, whoa, Tarantino. Okay. Death Wait. Proof. Death Proof. See, I struggled with the Death Proof. I highly enjoy that movie. I'm a huge Tarantino fan. I like the dialogue in his movies, and that movie was super dialogue heavy. It was. And Kurt Russell was a fucking badass, and he was a dick in the whole movie. Stuntman Mike. Have you ever heard the thing when when those movies played back-to-back together? So when Planet Terror and Death Proof played back-to-back together, that they're both hour-and-a-half cuts of the movies? Yeah, I don't like the, uh, speaking of that, I don't like the theatrical cut of Death Proof. I like the unrated. You like the long one. Unrated, undirector's cut. Are, yes. Okay. That one is the best one. I've only seen the unrated director's cut one. It's okay. good. I like it. Good. It's Don't watch the other one. It's people, not that good. People don't talk about either one of those movies. No. They're underrated. It flopped. Planet Terror is good. Flopped, yeah. by the way. But that's because it was like three and a half hours long. 
Well, it was three the hours long. for three and a half hours. It's three hours. You got intermission though. Yeah, there was a, whatever. It was like a half hour intermission. Whatever. Whatever. Death Proof's good. Death Proof is really good. Um, it's very dialogue heavy, but it's got one of my favorite actors of all time, Kurt Russell. You can't go wrong with Kurt Russell. And I'm drunk. <laughs> so here's a movie I didn't realize was a franchise until I just started <laughs> looking at it. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, there's more of these. Um, one of our favorite directors, Sam Raimi, Darkman. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Darkman. Darkman is good. The original Darkman has Leslie Nielsen in it. He's a scientist. It's his Liam. Face. Liam, let me say Leslie. <laughs> Leslie Holy Nielsen. shit, Holy I hate shit. Leslie Nielsen. Liam, Liam Neeson. Too. Liam Neeson. Uh, he gets his face blown off. <laughs> Nick and, and he starts making. Uh, he starts making uh, masks. Yeah, he does. Anyway, here's the crazy part. Dark Man's a great movie. <coughs> Excuse me. Bless you. <coughs> Critical. Dark, yeah. Dark Man is an awesome movie. It is. Don't watch the trailer for it though, because that'll turn your that'll your wife will be like, "This trailer is cut horribly." And I don't want to watch Dark Man. I'm like, "Oh God, that was bad." Damn it! I don't want to watch Dark Man now. Would I know you it's say? Good. Would you say though, it's got like a cult following? I hope so, because I Robert. I mean, that's e. more of Durant. a cult movie than yes. like. Well, actually, I'm going to disagree with you because I know it doesn't have a cult following. It's got an 87 percent critically. Oh, so it's what? 87? Yeah. Is that high? Yeah. And Damn. Audience, 58%. Fuck that, So there's man. your cult following That's right there. That's a good there. movie right there. <laughs> How did the audience How get this that wrong happen? that bad? Darkman's awesome. The only way stupid, I can man. say the is that movie was Except ahead for, of its time. Except for all the other movies that had higher audience yeah, scores than they did true. critical scores. That movie was ahead of its time. That's all I can say. <laughs> it's the same people that <laughs> like... It's tomatoes. It's aggregate. It's the same people that like Avatar. <laughs> ahead of its time. Don't fucking get... Fuck you with that Avatar <laughs> propaganda Listen bullshit. Listen to that bullshit again. <laughs> All right. Can, I, can we bring up James Bond? You can. If you Quantum want. of Solace is a good movie. Quantum of Solace is a good movie. I it love is. the opening with that car chase. 65% critically, 58% audience. Doesn't do well, but I think it's one of the better Bond movies. I kept hearing that movie was bad, and I'd only see Casino Royale, and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch. It was right when, what's the next one? Skyfall. Skyfall, Skyfall was, was coming out, and I heard how great Skyfall was, and I'm like, "Well, I gotta get caught up. I gotta watch Quantum of Solace." And I'm like, "I just kept hearing it was bad." Then I watched Quantum of Solace, and I'm like, "It's a good movie. This man. is really good. It's a good like, movie. I, I thought it was good. It's not bad. I, I don't know why. I don't know why. Like, what's, shit on what's with the hate? So much. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get I don't it either. either. I, I think it's a great film. It's kind of a shorter Bond film, but that doesn't that shouldn't mean anything. I think it moves faster. It does move. There's less mystery in it, but I think it's still good. The Bond girl in that movie is. Oh yeah, totally. Well, the other totally. thing is too. I th- I do think there are some Bond films out from the past that get a bad rap. Like I think Live and Let Die was a great Bond film, but it I gets don't like shit Roger on. Moore, so fuck that. It gets shit on. A lot of, a lot of the Bond films get shit on. I don't watch Bond films, so. All right. Uh, that one. I saw that. Next one, fifty-four percent critical Rotten Tomato score. So I Married an Axe Murderer. Oh, God, I love wow. that movie. Underrated, man. No one talks about it, but I love it's that movie. one of Mike Myers' best films. If not his best film, I mean, if you discount Wayne's World. It was his first film, wasn't it? I can't remember. No, no, no. It was after Wayne's World. Or Austin Powers, yeah. Well, we talked about this before. I think it was on a list I had. Was it So I Married an Axe Murderer? Uh-huh. 90s Comedies. 90s Comedies. 90s Comedies episode. Go back and listen to it. Shameless plug. Not That's shameless. It was from purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Go back. No, I love this movie because it's so funny. If you it, wa- it still holds up to this day. I agree. I love So I Married an Axe Murderer. Comedy transcends movie. years. I love it. Decades. Wow. So I Married an Axe Murderer. Watch it now. Chuck. 
Go. Demon Knight. Yes, thank you. That thank is you a very underrated movie. I would agree. Thank Tales from the Crypts, Demon Knight. It's the Knight. best of the two. Oh, yeah. Bordello Blood is garbage. <laughs> yeah. But um, And there's a third <laughs> Tales from the Crypt movie, too, that I don't. That I think went straight to video. Oh, okay. I don't remember what it's called. Uh, I think it's about zombies. But anyway, exactly. Demon Knight, it's got uh, it, Billy Zane. Billy Zane is awesome in that movie. the name of the movie, uh, man. The protagonist. It's guy. got Jada Pinkett in it too, and she's really good in that movie. It's got Dick Miller. He was a bad guy in uh, Die Hard Two. Was uh, yep, I know who you're talking William about. William Sadler. That's it, Bill Sadler. Bill Sadler, and you've seen him in a million movies. Uh, Dick Miller's, Iron Man Three was the president. Dick yeah. Miller's the dude in Gremlins who he's got the tractor. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Mr. Yeah, Futterman. Yeah, yeah, he just passed away yeah. recently. Yeah, yeah, he's been in like nine million movies. R.I.P. Bro. Demon Knight is an awesome movie. I, I I was super jacked to see it when it came out. Had an awesome soundtrack too. Had yes, like did. just a ton yes. of good music, like '90s music. It but was it's still it was good. Totally, yeah. Um, it has a thirty-eight uh, percent of Rotten Tomatoes Ugh. critically, sixty-four yeah. percent um, audience score. But uh, I mean, I would have thought a little higher on the critical. Hell, it, it's a badass movie. It's a siege movie. With demons, yeah, and it's exactly fucking, and Billy, That's exactly what it and is. It, it's like a horror comedy action movie. It's got Thomas Hayden Church in it too, uh, from uh, yeah, 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 you know, Wings, Lol, Demon Knight. Demon Knight's an awesome movie. <laughs> remember that I had two Crypt Keeper standees in my bedroom back at my parents' house. Do you remember yep, that, Bob? Yep, yep, yep. And Huey, and they were both Demon Knight standees. I love Demon. So Knight. I, I have a question. Um, I don't understand why this critical score is so low. The audience score should be 100%, but it's not. It's like 83%. Why would Top Gun get a 50% critical? Uh, why would Top Gun be critically yeah. 50%? Because uh, it's a really shallow movie with lots of guys, uh, lots of testosterone and um, guys. But again, back to my original off. points from from earlier. Some of the, my so other it should movies, have 100%. Like, 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 like Red Dawn and stuff like that. Like. Mm-hmm. I th- are Full they circle. just looking too much into it? Like, it's just a good action flick. Yeah, man. but critics don't score it as a, is this a good action flick? Critics are looking at this as film, as screw being... that shit. Well, that's what critics do. Though. That's what critics do, though, man. You can't, God. Huey, calm down. You can't fault them for that. It is. It's but okay. It's, what, it's their job. Top... We got one more movie we're going to talk about. Okay. Top... Top Gun isn't about critic scores. Top Gun's about how it makes you feel right here to watch. Right here? Right here. Save this, Huey. Can't see it. Save this last round for your best. So what's the last movie you're going to throw out on this podcast? Me? Yes. This is the last round, man. Um, Teen Wolf. Fuck you. There's something wrong with Teen Wolf? 47% Rotten Tomatoes. Audience 50. What? That is very underrated. Very. Teen Wolf. Dude. Very underrated. Stop the show. Like, we're done. Like no. that, that's bullshit. That I'm I'm so mad I want to take it to the streets. Come on, I, style. I want to start What's up? Yeah, dude, I want I want His you dick to got drive caught me in around a vacuum, bro. <laughs> a gag of His dick got stuck in a vacuum. It was a joke in the movie. Oh. Don't you remember that? Probably. I don't Styles understand why it. why that is so low. There's some Teen Wolf was great. Teen Wolf, what's this like and that We're reminds about me how Michael J. Fox, AD. how bad the second one was <laughs> with Jason Bateman. With Jason Bateman, because if if the first one got that Jason lowest Bateman. scores and the second one actually got even worse, right? I would it hope did. so. It did, yeah. Okay, it did. 
Still doesn't. No, the first. It doesn't one, make sense to me. No, at all. it don't make sense at all. It's got some troublesome language at some point. Oh yeah, dude. Teen Wolf Two is a seven percent, <laughs> <laughs> and an and an audience score of eighteen, and a really dumb picture of Jason Bateman. Oh yeah, driving a dumb picture of Jason Bateman. <laughs> yeah. Holy That's cow! The wolf. That's terrible. Oh, yeah. That's well, that makes me feel better, but not that much. So Teen, Teen Wolf, bad. man, I love Teen Wolf. Man, Huey, that was a good one. This next one I'm going to throw out here is going to be pretty divisive. I know it is. Do you think it's underrated? It is. Okay. But you're going to hate it. Uh, 39% Rotten Tomatoes score critics. Okay. 32% audience. Ew, low. Batman Forever. <laughs> what were the scores again? 39% critics, 32% audience. Okay. Jim so Carrey what, was good. What, what's your Jim Carrey was here? good as um, what? The Riddler. The Riddler. Duh. Oh, okay. I thought he was maybe he was good at something else. I no, he was good the as a Riddler. Riddler. Uh, what's his name was good as Two Face. Tommy Lee Jones. Okay. Was he catching a fugitive? Bell Kimmer was not that bad as the Batman. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. It's very underrated. How is Chris O'Donnell? Same as he always is. The big twink. He has been very underrated his whole career. As a twink. And, I mean, I would like to say Chris O'Donnell has his dues. He's paid his dues. This was his big shot, and it got critically and audiencely panned. <laughs> I did. <laughs> you missed it when I called him it then. <laughs> I know. That's what I called it. I know. I know. I think he's the object of a lot Come of people's on. affections is all. Val Kilmer is not that bad. I have no problem with Chris Huey, O'Donnell. We all know you love Val Kilmer. I do. Spartan's a great movie. Watch it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm never watching that movie. You don't any, like Batman Forever, man? Let me It's the first of the Joel speak, Schumacher. Let me speak shit my piece. Soundtrack's great. Let me Yeah, soundtrack's good. Speak let me speak my piece about Batman Forever. But if you don't you hey when you when you want to hold on when you want to think about Batman Forever, think about Batman and Robin's George Clooney nipples. No, that's all you got to think. I'm about. not gonna <laughs> stop. Batman Forever wouldn't be so bad if there wasn't spotlights everywhere, shining red and green and yellow lights all that's over true. the place. Like I don't understand the lighting in that movie, and if it wasn't for that, it'd probably be okay. Like I, I still don't I don't dislike it. I just exactly. see though you don't dislike it though, but but I'm but uh, I'm just like there. Bill Kilmer I mean? is not the worst Batman. No, the, the problem no, I Val have. Kilmer is fine. The problem I have in my head with this this thing is that the car, right? Chicks did. I car. have rewatched to this day the the uh, Burton Batman's. I have not touched anything after that except yeah, for I the do. Nolan movies. I do stop at Batman Returns. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hey. Everybody's. Uh, yeah. Hey. Hey. You gotta dig it. You dig it. But you know what, though, dude? You dig it, I, That's now. I saw Batman Forever like 12 times when it first came out. Exactly. So, I mean, you I'm, know not, what? I'm not joking around you know about what? that. I did. Fair point. I also did. Hey, man. Fair point. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. Everybody's got Michael one. likes them. And everybody's, everybody thinks everybody else's stinks. Okay, since you fucks didn't like Batman Forever, <laughs> what what's your last pick, Chuck? This movie got swept under the rug. It got by a movie that was more successful that came out. A month before it. A month before what? The S- Stir of Echoes. That's a Kevin great Bacon. movie, man. That I, is a great movie. And critically, it did get We already s- talked about this movie, though. We didn't talk about Stir of Echoes. Yeah, we did. Did we? I think yeah. we did, but it is a good movie. 
Anyway, the fingernails. Sixty. I did probably talk about the fingernails because we I have hate talked that about part. this movie. Let me talk about it for about six seconds more. Then, sixty-seven uh, percent of Rotten Tomatoes, seventy percent audience score. It came out really? the tenth of September in nineteen ninety-nine. Against the Sixth Sense came oh, out the sixth of August okay. in ninety-nine. I forget what movie. I forget what episode we the talked mo- about. The that movies now. are similar. But not the same. No. But I think Kevin. I think that movie. I th- I actually like Stir of Echoes better. It was the. the uh, What's her name from What About Bob was really good in that movie. Yeah, she was really good. Can't remember her name. I can't either. But Kevin Bacon was good too. Kevin Bacon. We can't end on Stir of Echoes. Yeah, we can. Do you want me to give you another one? I got another one. Give us another one, Huey. We'll all go another round. Nope. Ten things I hate about you. That's a good movie. That is. Larry a good Miller. Movie. Larry Miller. Yep. Comic genius. I like Heath Larry Ledger. Miller. He's dead. Yep. He's dead. Julia Stiles. Bianca, that one chick. I don't t- know her name in real t- life. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a L- Larissa Lonick. She was in a Disney show. Or no, it was Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. It was the it. Secret World's Alex Mack. Rocky Three is a good movie. I'm sorry. Rocky I agree. Good hey, movie. yeah, you appreciate it. I don't know why you shit one. on. No, Rocky Three is a good movie. Well, I like Rocky Three. Rocky Three is the weakest of all of them. But go ahead. Demolition Man. Love Demolition I love Demolition Man. Man. 61%. Really? That's it. Yep. I like that movie. I, I rewatched that. Sorry. Hold on. Dinner for Schmucks. I like that movie. I, I do too. Forty two percent. Dinner for Schmucks. Yeah. Ooh. I know. I know. Really? That's like a Jay Roach film. The Paul Rudd. Yeah. Uh, I Steve thought that Carell. was a good Carell. movie. I Jermaine. Like I had fun through it. Yeah, Jermaine is in it. It's a good movie. The last uh, Galifianakis is in it. Him and uh, Steve Carell have that brain off. You yeah, know, oh, dude, that part's fucking. Galifianakis hilarious. stole his wife. Yeah, that's a good movie. Dinner for Schmucks. We good? I think that's it. I think we've covered every underrated movie ever made. I'm sure we missed a bunch. Um, we did miss a bunch. We threw in a bunch that we didn't mean to and talked about a bunch of other that's shit. That's true. Batman Forever. Fuck you. Okay. Batman Forever. Watch it you. again. Or don't. Spartan. Watch it. <laughs> Watch it for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Teen Wolf, motherfucker. Teen Wolf. You know what? I want to say this for the record. That's yeah. the most surprising one of this whole list. <laughs> yeah, Teen Wolf. Yeah, Teen Wolf. Was it forty percent? I don't understand. That's bullshit. Why. Yeah, it is bullshit. And Dark Man. What the fuck? I audience score. Yeah. Like, Dark Man is, is good too. Wake up. You know, I was really happy. Like I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking over here, and I had Dark Man on my list, and I'm looking down. I'm looking at the Rotten Tomato scores real fast, just to just to keep up with you guys. And I'm like, all right, yeah, Dark Man, eighty four percent critics. Yeah, that makes sense. Fifty eight percent fucking make audience. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Sense at all. Liam Neeson does overact in that movie. Oh, he does. So. Oh, yeah. Totally. 100%. There's a bunch of cheesiness in that movie. But What it's... was uh, the first movie that made him like a action star? I can't remember. Was it Taken? It might have been. An action star? Like a badass action star. Was he in Rob Roy? <laughs> he was. I've never <laughs> seen wanted. that movie, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My name is Rob Roy. I don't even think he talks like that. I don't know. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at Bo Chewy. You can follow us on Instagram, the real Bo Chewy podcast show. You can go to Facebook. You can follow us on there. We do post some stuff. Uh, it is just search Bo Chewy. You'll find us. It's just us and Mary Bo Chewy. That's another, the only two people. Another underrated movie is Hook. Fuck you. Go back and listen to what was it? What was the episode that I ripped on Hook for fucking fifteen yeah, minutes? It was, like it was one of them. Thing, man. It was the. Uh, Oh, something. Second time failures. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Second time failures. Go back and listen to that episode if you want to hear me rail on Hook for a while because it's terrible. It's awesome. It's a good movie. Uh, Yeah, we also have a group on Facebook, the Bo Chewy Clubhouse for Bo Chewers. That's three in a row. Uh, You can join it. 
we do talk some stuff in there. We're working on some things right now. Haven't been very vocal. Sorry about that, but uh, we'll we'll be more vocal here in the future. Here we're coming up on our one year anniversary Ooh. of Bo Chewy. So for the forty five of you that keep listening, we appreciate it. We love you. Thank you. Um, yes. Share us, like us, review us on whatever platform you're using. It helps us get out there and get a little bit bigger of an audience. Where did you get fingernail clippers? In <laughs> my pocket. And I then took you, them apart. Whoa. And then you broke them. I took them apart. You just then, need that pin. Yeah. That's all it goes yeah, in there. Yeah, it's the pin. Again, thank you very much. Uh, I've been Chuck. I'm Huey. I'm Bob. And uh, Batman Forever is a good movie. And nope. Waterworld. He just kept whistling at it. Bo Chewy Podcast Show.